Welcome to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Listen and grow as Dell questions the status quo, encourages you to think differently, and empowers you to make a better life. Get ready as Dell challenges core beliefs, seeks the truth, and reveals the roadmap to the lifestyle you really want. And now your host, multi-millionaire, national award-winning investor, CEO and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, Del Wamsley. Welcome to the Del Wamsley Radio Show, where the hype ends and the help begins. I'm your host, Del Wamsley, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. Well, today, my friends, uh, we're going to go to the uh, mailbag, but before we get there, I want to talk about a different topic, and that is... In life, what I have found is that your greatest gains come when and come out of the world's greatest disasters. If you want to get your hands on something that's very valuable, that you highly covet, yet it's something that's really out of your league, you might find that after a disastrous situation, that very situation may create a change in your ability to acquire, obtain this very highly sought after asset, resource, or person in your life. And I'm hearing right now, what's interesting is that I'm hearing right now uh, from one of my staff members here that I, they said, Dell, do you realize that some of your mentors are telling people not to buy right now? I said, are you, are you kidding me? And it really kind of blew my mind because these are my mentors. These are the guys that I teach how to do this stuff. These are the guys that did it and made mega millions, not a million, mega millions, right? And so they're coming back and teaching. But I think what happens when you become very successful is that you start to believe that you have the Midas touch, where in fact, though they will all be good, hardworking, smart people, it's the very system and the understanding of the system that makes it work. Now, let's throw a monkey wrench into the normal environment. So you get taught how to work through and survive in the normal environment in whatever it is in life. And you're given all the rules. But there are those times that we call the black swan events. And a black swan event is where something changes all the rules, or most of the rules, or maybe just some of the rules, but usually in the black swan, it changes the rules pretty overwhelmingly. Well, in real estate investing right now, We are in a situation where I called it, coined it the other day. I was laughing at myself because I came up with this. I said, it is a flock of black swans. In other words, how can two or three things that are unrelated run into each other at the exact same time and mess stuff up? And that's exactly what's going on right now. The real estate market, as I've been speaking to you about now for months, has been on the decline. And I've told you for years, now this, many of you have listened to me for years, that I was begging 
for the Democrats to destroy the economy and to bring the prices back down on real estate. And just like I said, I knew I could trust them. I knew I could count on them. They did it. They destroyed the economy, except employment, which is probably the neatest thing because as they destroyed the value of assets, they made the asset prices go down while they kept people employed, which is what they like to do, which is to create employment. And so there's massive employment and there is lower asset prices. But here's where the second black swan occurs. At the very same time that asset prices are going down for the stuff we want to buy, inflation is rampant in everything else. So consumer purchasing is being affected by inflation. So when we can go buy an asset for a lower price than what we could have bought it for a year or two ago, and then turn around and rent it because of inflation for a higher price than what we could have rented it for a year or two ago, now you're looking at a double whammy. But let's throw in another flying black swan, and that is financing is destroyed because of the inflation that was created by the Fed, by the government, the, the Democrats spending all these trillions and trillions of dollars, creating this public inflation at the consumer level. The Fed comes back and says, we got to stop this. We can't have that kind of inflation. So they pound interest rates. And by pounding interest rates, they are slowing inflation at the at the very essence of it, which is the cost of major assets. So everybody out there should be out there buying right now. This is the absolute best time to buy. The problem is it's also the most difficult time to buy because the banks are not happy right now and they're being more difficult about how how they're lending and who they're lending to and in what terms. Not just interest rate-wise, but difficulty-wise. You know, qualifying wise. And I've always found when things are more difficult, you end up getting a great product. I was trying to come up with a parallel for you. And one of the crude parallels I came up with was my wife. When I met her, she um, never, I mean, she was really incredible pickup as a person to put into your life in every way, shape and form. And, of course, the first thing is you see how beautiful she was and is now. But, I mean, went back that I'm thinking about it. I saw her. I go, wow. Woo. Then I got to know her, and I thought even more wow. But what I didn't know when I first met her was that she had just come off of an absolutely terrible relationship with a younger guy who made her life miserable, made it hell. And probably the truth be known, if she hadn't have just come away from some guy who was absolutely gorgeous looking, according to her, with a phenomenal body, according to her, uh, just everything that a woman would want in a young guy, younger than her after coming out of a, a marriage and kids and everything. She's got this young guy that's hanging all over her, but made her life miserable. And when this guy went away, actually he got killed in a motorcycle accident, 
she all of a sudden was devastated. And I mean, she was in no mood to meet somebody. I mean, she just lost her boyfriend to death. That's, you know, I think I'm going to think about another boyfriend before I go too far on this thing. Also, she was like, wow, just because he was beautiful, he was a mess and he was a problem. So, you know, how do I rationalize that? I wanted when I came out of my marriage to get something fun and exciting and young and good looking. And, you know, then all that turned out to be not what it turned out to be. And so all these things made her not receptive to another relationship. But because it was so difficult to break through to her, my persistence paid off. And so she ended up with a guy that was way more stable, but way older and not beautiful, not good looking. You know, none of the things that she got out of that relationship, not young and exciting and fun and riding motorcycles and, you know, blah, blah, blah. But old and stodgy and driving a car and, or a truck, but could pay his own bills, unlike the guy she was with who she had to pay his bills because... He really couldn't hold down a job being all that cute and exciting and fun. Now, I'm not here to put down a dead guy. That's not what the point is. The point is she was in the right place and time, but not available. Her mind had been polluted to these problematic people, but even so, she wasn't open to somebody stable like myself. Think about this mortgage bankers, guys. They got all these people that are going into foreclosure now. And they've got all these deals that are blowing up in their face that they made. And people that don't have the wherewithal uh, to be able to take care of those problems. So in comes and along comes somebody that's, number one, not a bad person. Number two, is willing to jump through all the hoops they're willing to throw in front of you. And that's really what it came down to with my wife. She had all kinds of hoops she wanted to throw me through just to make me prove that I wasn't another problem in her life. And that's what these guys are doing. They're trying to make you go through hoops that prove you're not a problem in their life. But what happens on the other end of that? What happens on the other end of that is that there are properties out there right now that are just way above what I could have afforded could have afforded to buy a year ago, two years ago. They would have sold for just out of my reach. Now, realize I'm not going to something double what I could have afforded. I'm going something that's 20, 30, 40% better than what I could have afforded. And if I get it now and I work through the challenges then I'm going to get a better deal. Let's go over to my commercial stuff. That's my apartment stuff. On the commercial side, it's real simple. I've got the credibility to buy that stuff all day long. I just didn't. The prices were getting so high. Now the prices have come down. They've come down 20%, 30%. So I'm able to buy grocery stores again at very good prices and get very good returns. So you see... This is the time to buy. And so when my employee told me, you know, they're telling people it's a tough time to buy. I don't know if it's just that they thought it was tough to buy or they thought it was too tough for the rookies to buy. But the truth is none of that's true. It's tough for everybody to buy if you're willing to jump through the hoops and 
work with the process and the financing process the way it is today instead of realizing that, you know, two years ago, they were using the mirror method to qualify. What is the mirror method? If you blew on a mirror and it fogged up, you were alive, they would lend to you. Didn't matter who you were, how messed up you were in the brain, they would lend to you. And so a lot of people got deals that were bad deals, paid way more than what they're worth. They got bad financing because the bankers stuck them with bad financing because they were dumb enough to take it. And the bankers, you know, arranged the financing so they would win and they would, other guy would lose. And so on. There we are. Two people messing each other over. A guy that's not really qualified to buy is buying and a lender who is taking an unqualified, unsophisticated buyer and giving them the worst arrangement for financing you could possibly get. And they're willing to take it. And voila, you've got the recipe for disaster. We'll take a short break and come back and talk about where we're at today right now with the prices and where you should be putting your money. We'll be right back with the Del Wamsley Radio Show. to creating the lifestyle you really want. Keep listening. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show returns in moments. Stop waiting. Stop sitting around. Stop procrastinating. This is your time. Make it happen. Do it now. When's the best time? Now. People go, well, I don't know. It's going to crash. <laughs> it's going to be better next year. It's an, I've got to listen to four more classes. I love guys come up to me all the time. You know, I've been listening to you on the radio for eight years now, right? <laughs> I go, and you're not rich yet? <laughs> well, really, I'm thinking about joining next month. <laughs> Do it now. Learn the skills you need to retire with real estate in five years or less. Do it now. Register for the Lifestyles Unlimited free online workshop. LifestylesUnlimitedWorkshop.com You're hearing the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Want more life-changing knowledge? Access our podcast and listen on demand at LifestylesUnlimited.com under the radio tab. Now your host, Dell Wamsley. Welcome back to Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Today we're talking about the flock of black swans and how it's affecting things. Let's get into the numbers a little bit here. I've got some uh, numbers from Collier's uh, first quarter sales volume uh, report. And it's interesting here, what it says, it says multifamily is facing the most considerable pricing adjustment of all asset classes. Uh, the MSCI reports pricing is down 10.3% year over year. However, looking at near-term movement, prices are down 23.1%. In other words, if you look at year over year, they're 10%, but if you look at just what's happened in the last quarter and you put that down as year over year continuing, we're down 23%. Uh, I see it. 
I know, like I said, there's there's the 20 or 30 percent difference. And remember, if that's the average, then there's going to be some of them that's only down 10, some of them they're down 30 or 40. And I see that right now. Right. And uh, it goes on and talks about uh, MCS report says that cap rates have converged, meaning prices have gotten um, lower across garden and mini or mid-size and high-rise properties. Historically, garden units price are at a lower price. They have a higher cap rate, a lower price for garden style. But right now, the garden style properties are selling for as much as the Class A high-rise stuff. So what's happening? Well, um, the high-end stuff is really difficult to buy right now. So what do I want to buy? I want to buy high-end stuff myself. But they're both going down in price. Now, let's compare that. Let's look at, for instance, the change in um, the price change for multifamilies, 10%. Office is down 6%, but the volume of sales for office is down 68%, less sales than year over year, last year's first quarter. Uh, industrials down 54%. Multifamilies down 64%. Retail's down 27%. Hospitality's down 55%. The average is 58% less sales than last year, first quarter. Now think about this. That's an opportunity. That's whenever there's a problem, a catastrophe equals opportunity. What is luck? Luck is when proper preparation meets opportunity. This is an opportunity. Lifestyles members have been properly prepared. I'm properly prepared. The people we teach are properly prepared. Now all I have to do is understand you got an opportunity in front of you that this challenge that we're talking about of how it's a little more difficult to get deals done is now an opportunity. And then somebody's going to look back and go, well, you were lucky you were able to buy during that time when the prices were down. Go, that isn't luck. You don't hear me talking about buying and buying and buying and buying and buying and buying and buying when prices are up. You hear me talking about people getting a property because they need a property in their portfolio. But you don't hear about me telling you that, you know, like syndicators are out there buying one after the other. And I'm not doing that. What I'm doing is I pick properties for my portfolio that I need for my portfolio. And in particular, now when prices are down, this is the time that I can buy the expensive apartment complex that I've always wanted that I couldn't get to. So it's time for me to upgrade, right? And uh, you said, well, why? Because my properties, you know, are averaging the 2000s. And uh, the properties I can buy now are in the 2020s. Wow, that's a big difference. What is that? That's 20 years difference? Hmm. So it's time to buy something new or newer, right? And this is the very, very good time to be doing it. So keeping that in mind, prices are down quarter over quarter, 23%, right? So let's take a look at here. Uh, The Texas Multifamily Group put out an article, and they're talking about the reason, the three reasons why multifamily residential, in fact, I think it's both multifamily and single residential real estate is the place to buy right now. And they make very good points. 
So I want to share them with you. The first one is inflation risk management. What you're talking about here is that you're buying an asset that has inflation risk taken out of it. Well, Dell, we're buying it cheaper. That means there's deflation. No, it's cheaper because you can't get the deal done. The second financing is loosened back up again, which, by the way, we just came to that point where the Fed said, we think we're about done. We're not ready to let it go back the other direction yet, and we are not sure we're not done. So there's a whole lot of I don't know, but we're getting closer. And so if you can do your deal now and get in while everything's messed up, and then six months from now or a year from now, the Fed has got off the pedal and said, okay, we're going to let interest rates calm down and or go back down again, then those prices are going to skyrocket right back up. And you will have had people looking at you saying the same thing people are going to be saying to me, boy, you were lucky to be able to buy during those times. I wish I would have seen that. I hear that every time there's a recession and I go in and buy everything I can buy. And everybody goes, well, that was pretty good to buy then. You know, I wish if I were getting into it right now. Well, you can get into it right now. This is the time to get into it, right? Because during this period, inflation these properties are actually going up in value. If you don't believe that they're going up in value, I'll tell you how to prove it. Go to your property tax authority and ask them what they think the value of your property is doing. They don't, they're not giving you a reduction of property taxes because they believe the value of the properties are going down. There's no way. That's not happening. What they're seeing is properties are going up in value. So you have this risk of inflation mitigated. But in the long run, this asset is inflation-adjusted anyway. It just keeps going up and up and up and up and up. I was looking at one property the other day. We made like uh, $9 million on it, just inflation-wise. Man, just sitting there. It just That's not the cash flow, the tax advantages, the, the fact that, you know, it, it, it provides all of this other things like cash flow, but it just inflated in value. And I want more of that. I want more of that in my life. Right? The second thing that they bring up, let me see what the time is here. Yeah, we got time for one more. Is it the impact of interest rates and demand? Multifamily assets sit in a sweet spot compared to other real property opportunities because demand for housing remains strong and new supply is still extremely limited. So, while the interest rates are making it way more difficult for the average person or family to go out and buy themselves a home, that is forcing them to rent. So interest rates being high may be making it difficult for people to buy apartment complexes and or rental houses. But the very fact, at the same time, those inflation pricing scenarios are creating rents that are paying for those increased interest rate prices. But the average person can't get the deal done. There we go back to that thing about, hey, when something is tough to obtain, you're going and you figure out how to obtain it in a tough time to obtain something, you're going to get a really nice benefit from doing so. So you need to keep this in mind. Now is the time to go out there and make something happen. Otherwise, you're going to miss out. Now, I want to share something with you. Be careful. 
because there are some parts of the country where the values are going down, not because the interest rates are high, but because people are moving away. Uh, my wife loves to look at real estate, expensive homes. That's her big thing. She loves them. 20 million, 30 million, 50 million, whatever, doesn't matter. She's found all kinds of homes in California that were $20 million homes that are selling for 10, 12, 13 million bucks. There was one house that was 16,000 square feet on the side of a cliff, had, you know, I think it was like seven acres of land in California on the side of a cliff with vineyards. And I mean, the view of the ocean, it was just incredible. And the house itself, the 16,000 square foot was modern, contemporary, beautiful. This is a $20 million home in California, if it's a dime a year ago. Sell them for 12 million bucks. And that's the asking price. It may go for less than that. Why, Dell? Because interest rates are so high? No, people buying $20 million homes don't get mortgages. They pay cash. So why? Because people that have 20, 30, 40, 50, $100 million homes are moving out of California because of the tax burden they're putting on them, because of the potential for loss from fire and earthquake, the fact that there's no water, the fact that there's no electricity, um, and the fact that your neighborhood might be filled with migrants. It might be filled with um, homeless people that you might go to the store and get accosted by a homeless person. The fact that they don't arrest people and then keep them in jail. All of these things that the liberals out there are doing, which they are just touting their successes at, are all failures. The fact that you can't have a gas stove, the fact that you're gonna have to have an electric car. And remember, there's no electricity out there. They can't even keep their houses electrified. What do you do when you got everybody driving electric cars? They're going to crash their grid even more than they're crashing it now. They're running brownouts, rolling brownouts. I was out there last year. They were doing a rolling brownout on everybody. And they're not going to admit that to you, but I'll tell you who admit it. The prices of real estate are admitting it because they're going down. California's traditionally been, other than New York City, the highest priced real estate in the country. And now, you're seeing prices that are the same prices everywhere else because people are not coming into California. People, there's a net negative exodus out of California. Other states also, by the way, are all liberal states that it's happening to. But it's California is the number one uh, exodus. So, my friends, I'm not telling you what to do in life, but I say to you, I have thought seriously about buying some beautiful mansion like that for half price, 50 cents on the dollars, which basically sell them for now. But then I think about paying 12% income tax on top of the millions I make every year, give them two or three or $4 million a year in taxes. And they're getting ready to pass a law where they're going to take 1% of your net worth every year. I say, well, Dale, that's that never have it. Dude, I'm telling you, that's what they're doing. That is the next thing they want to pass, to take 1% of your net worth every year, right off the top. Stuff you've already paid taxes on. You've earned and paid taxes on. Your savings, your life savings, they're going to take it away from you. People are leaving. They're not going to put up with that. But the people that are staying are liberal, and they're not going to not vote for that.
Do you understand that? The people that are successful and productive are leaving because they don't want to pay that kind of tax rate. And they don't want to live in the squalor that's occurring. And the people that are staying, the squalor and the people that don't make any money, don't pay any taxes, are getting all the welfare. They're the voters and they're voting it in. And so what am I telling you this for? Simply to tell you that that not all price reductions are equal. The very fact that these price reductions are not based on the black swans we're talking about. They're based on political problems and a state that's billions of dollars in debt. Uh, They're broke. And so do not see that as the same thing that I'm talking about and go buy something in California. Well, Dell said go buy something at 50 cents on the dollar in California because of the black swan. No, that's not a black swan. That's a blue swan. That's a Democrat-controlled area. It's a blue swan area that's getting devastated. And don't take my word for it. Look at the net exodus of the productive people. Not good people, bad people, white people, brown people, Chinese people, Indian people. Productive people. The people that make things happen, who work hard, earn money. Now, if you're a billionaire and you live there, you don't care. Because you never dig into a billion bucks. But if you're a guy that's got a couple million, three, four, five million, ten million, and they start taking 1% of that a year, that's going to hurt. So, my friends, don't mix the two. Well, remember always, when you're doing this stuff, it's not the money, it's the lifestyle. Have a wonderful day. We'll see you tomorrow. Listening to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Want more of Dell's unconventional wisdom? Go to lifestylesunlimited.com and click the radio tab. Listen to past shows, hear podcasts on demand, and find out how you can change your life today. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show is part of the Lifestyles Unlimited Radio Network. The information and opinions you hear on the Del Wamsley Radio Show are those of the host, Del Wamsley, his guests, and his callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Del Wamsley Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Del Wamsley Show constitutes an endorsement, recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security.